with almost immediate interest. Uh, when the notion of the death of God came up in uh, theological circles, the, the natural reaction was, first of all, uh, just a minute now, uh, what are you really saying by this? Uh, if he ever was, isn't he still? Uh, and if he isn't now, was he ever? In other words, doesn't this whole business uh, either reduce to some kind of uh, metaphor within the framework of historic uh, Christian theology, or doesn't it reduce to atheism uh, under a different, uh, in a different literary guard? Uh, this is the uh, natural kind of question that's asked, especially by people who are still plagued by the law of non-contradiction. I understand that on this campus, uh, because of a great deal of dialectic thinking, uh, there's some people who feel the law of non-contradiction shouldn't be applied in discussions like this. Uh, and I'd be happy to discuss at some future point whether or not the law of non-contradiction is sound or not, as long as you can show me that you're not already using it in the course of the discussion. But, uh, be that as it may, uh, the death of God theology, as we think of it uh, now, uh, not in reference to its historic roots uh, in, in Nietzsche, originated in 1961 with the publication of a book entitled The Death of God by uh, Gabriel Bahanian. Uh, Bahanian is a professor of religion at Syracuse University. Now, Bahanian is a French Reformed background, uh, French Reformed Church background, uh, and uh, he is the father of this movement in terms of its contemporary theological statement. Uh, Bahanian is known now as a soft death of God thinker. Uh, death of God thinkers are divided into two main categories, the soft and the hard, uh, on the basis of the way in which they use the expression God is dead. Uh, there are actually five theologians that have become associated with this movement. Uh, and if we understand what these five theologians are talking about, we can see the movement uh, quite clearly. Bahanian begins the movement. Then we have Harvey Cox, who is a professor at uh, the Harvard Divinity School, uh, and who is particularly known for his book, The Secular City. Uh, this is a book that has had a, a tremendous circulation. Uh, and uh, almost something like 135,000 copies the first year, which I understand made the Book of the Month Club feel ill. Uh, and then we have, on the hard side of the ledger, Thomas J.J. Altizer, William Hamilton, uh, and finally Paul Van Buren. The dividing line between soft and hard is based upon the degree of literalism that the death of God theologian endeavors to attach to the phrase, God is dead. Now, I stated that carefully. The death of God theologians on the hard side of this line are trying to use the expression, God is dead, literally. indicated at the outset, there's something very peculiar about this phrase, and as you'll see later, nobody but nobody can use it literally. But the point is that the higher death of God theologians are making a valiant attempt 
Whereas the soft demagogue theologians are intentionally employing the phrase in a metaphorical sense. There are two ways that you can use this phrase metaphorically. Well, there are actually three, but one of these I'm not going to get into. And I'm limiting writing this uh, to three times, not three trillion, something like that. Uh, God can be put in quotation marks in the phrase, and dead can be put in quotation marks in the phrase. It would also be possible to put the copulative is in quotation marks, then we get into the problem of the logical status of the verb to be and all sorts of things like that. And we're not going to do that. Uh, if God is put in quotation marks, this means that the word God is dead. I mean, theologically.